years ago Just some football talk and some football bros We grabbed a microphone and some hot take sauce Talk wave a wire and trade trash of cars Like a maximum Chat nice, relaxed and fair Is it hell because Yogi's here? Don't get caught on those Welshman's hooks So Jack won't win by hook or by crook Ross, Maddie, Rob, Scott and Robert too Oh, Sean, Kenny, I kinda knew And don't forget Oh, don't forget It's a game of two hours Maximum So welcome everybody to the latest episode of the Maximum Friction podcast. Uh, we are trying something out a little bit different tonight. We are recording this on Zoom via video chat and then we're going to separate the audio file out and see how it goes. Uh, we're going to see if it allows Jack and I to have a slightly better conversation remotely so we can see each other react and, and sort of know when we're going to speak. Um, so welcome Jack. How are you my man? Not too bad my friend. Not too bad. Enjoyed having football back last week. Start on my answer. Well, seven hours, but I only ended up watching, what was it, six hours and five minutes because Game Pass didn't work. I was watching it because I, I didn't want to watch Sky game because it was Dolphins Patriots. I, uh, I put the Ravens game on and I found it on a dodgy stream on Reddit. So, um, and it, it was perfect. It was like HD quality. So while you guys were sucking ass with your game passes and, and those out there were paying for the dodgy game passes too, um, none of you had access. And I was watching football. To be fair, I was watching, uh, um, I was alternating between two games because there were two games of work. I can't remember what they were. But the, so I was watching the two games, but the, for some reason it just, the Game Pass stream was just like, coming soon. So, <laughs> yeah, that's great. But now? No, so please. I did, like everybody was, everybody was moaning about it and like trashing it. And like, I think Sean wrote on Twitter, he's like, never buy a Game Pass again. And Candy was like, yeah. And someone else was like, yeah. And I was like, well, no, it's worth 11 pound a month. Like it's, it's completely fine to pay that much for a service where you get like the entirety of the NFL archives, you get hard knocks, you get America's, America's team, all that kind of stuff. It's completely justified rather than paying for a Sky subscription or hoping you get a decent stream. So, I don't mind paying for it. It's just, and it, it was only, it, it, it most likely, touch wood, um, won't break again, but. <laughs> we'll see. Um, irritating. So this evening's agenda, we're going to cover last week's results from week one, uh, re- recap our game of the week, uh, talk about next week's fixtures, uh, quick little trade trash segment, the return of shoulda, woulda, coulda, and I believe, <laughs> Mr. Mullins, you're going to feature quite heavily in that. Um, and then uh, you're going to f- wrap us up with some bargain basement and NFL chat at the end. Um, so yeah, like with, without further ado, let's let's go back and have a look at week one fixtures, and we'll start with the top of the tree, which is me versus Yorgs. Uh, I came in with a six point six point three point victory. Um, it was a tight one, good game, battle of two teams, arguably with the strongest rosters playing week one, um, and it was tasty. Um, Yorgi got a little bit unlucky. Drew Brees looked like an old man. Um, and Zach Ertz yeah. kind of underperformed a bit, dropped four catches. Denarius, uh, DJ Moore, sorry, 54 yards. Um, dying. dying. Oh, dear. 
Jack's just having a coughing for everybody and I can see it. So it's quite entertaining. Um, I, oh I managed to get over obviously the injury of Michael Thomas and Mark Ingram having a disappointing 2.9 points. Uh, but Josh Jacobs came up clutch for me as did Kyler Murray and the Ravens defense bringing in 25 points against the Browns was, uh, was a big, big plus for me and took me to victory. The Browns were just so bad. It, it really depressed me how bad the Browns were because they, they should have some form of reasonable offense and Baker Mayfield just looked like he went backwards. And it was really, at this point, it's disheartening to watch because you're like, you, you should be okay. Like At the very least, you should be okay. Um, Mark Ingram, yeah, wasn't great. Um, but I think that is what you're going to get because there are 17 running backs um, and any one of them could get the, the right carry at the right time. Yes, I'm including Lamar Jackson in that. Um, and yeah, Jacobs saved me on a couple of my leagues as well. Um, he won me a couple of games, <clears throat> which was fantastic. Uh, everyone, everyone on Yogi's side was kind of as advertised. Um, 16 points isn't bad for Breeze. Like, that's still, it, like, it's fair. It's two TDs, 160 yards. He was fine, but you're right. He did the arm strength waning somewhat mm. um and obviously uh, he was hurt by the injury to thomas as well that would have affected breeze's performance um, but it didn't that wouldn't have affected his ability to throw deep because no. thomas catches 90 percent of slants so mm. I, I think emmanuel sanders is going to get on the field more which is good for them um and i think trick on smith will probably get more from it because he looked good last year when he had a couple of opportunities um mm. I love the fact that Taysom Hill caught the first pass. <laughs> I really, really made me happy. Um, and then, uh, yeah, there was a couple of Taysom Hill gadget plays that didn't go as advertised, but he still looks like a threat in that offense. Mm, which is cool. Um, mm. So we spin on then to your uh, performance against Viney. Viney going 1-0 and for like the first time ever. You scored the lowest points in the league. Um, Unbelievable. And... And uh, let me just, just have a look at the week one report. You also got the worst manager. You could have had 110 points had you played. Yeah, which, which would have made no difference. <laughs> yeah, would have made no difference. So, you know, worst manager, but they, they really... Yeah, they gave you the lowest score a turd. My favourite one, though, you were below expectation, which I think yeah. is pretty true. Yeah. Um, I mean, it sums up everything about the Giants running game, which is great. Yeah, you just can't you, you can't prepare for Saquon Barkley having six yards from fifteen carries. Like you, you can't. There's no way to expect that. And the no. fact that he still got nine points, um, yeah. despite having that awful stat line. Kerryon Johnson was a misfire. And um, you cut him. He did, You've cut he him. Started. I just can't. They can't be asked with that crap. He, he started the game. That's harsh. Um, you just cut it in. and out snapped. He out snapped oh. Peterson. You cut your defense, you cut Matt Breeder, the guy you traded for. Jeez. Yeah, I'm happy with Diggs. I was pretty brutal. To be fair, I'm streaming defenses, so that was always going to happen, and I was always looking at the rounds this week. Um, but I think yeah, Kerry Johnson was just... I don't know. He, he could pop out for a big week, but the fact that a like 35, 36-year-old Adrian Peterson yeah. came in after a week's prep, out-snapped him, out-rushed him. It says a lot, which it shouldn't do, because I thought he was really good last year. So, 
Yeah. It's an interesting one, but not it's not interesting enough for me to keep him on my roster. Um, and whatever the Dolphins are playing at, I want no part of it whatsoever. Yeah, never draft a Dolphin, never draft a Jet. That's the rules I follow. Um, we go on to uh, Ross versus Scott. So Team 2-1 with his 160.96 points. And then Team I'd have beaten Jack with 103.36 points coming from Mr. Savage there. Um, Ross, top scored. Devontae Adams was ridiculous. He had good points out of Andrews who caught two touchdowns. And Mark Andrews' first touchdown. Did you see that catch? Right, I'm going to say something about this. It was a good catch, but he was wide open. And it was a bad no throw. Pressure on the line. And it was a bad threw throw. It, two foot above his head. Like, it was only a good catch because Lamar threw a five-yard pass. It's a bad pass. It's head. a bad pass. We know. But, you know, Ravens... Hey man, the, the guy caught it and I have Lamar, so whatever. <laughs> yeah. Good catch. But, yeah, you know, Scott did okay, like... Um, what's his face? David Johnson looked like the David Johnson of old, got him 18 points, could be a good pickup there. Jameson Crowder started slow, had Scott regretted picking him up and regretted not trading him to you. And then he came up strong in the second half, ended up with 115 yards and a touchdown, and he got a tackle, which is a stat line. That's... Him a... Yeah, I saw that. I offered Scott a trade just after the end of the first half. Mm. to try and get him to panic trade me Crowder. And then by the time I think Scott looked at it, Crowder had ripped off that 69-yard screen. <laughs> and it, yeah, that, that didn't go anywhere. But I was trying to get him to panic trade him. <laughs> um, Scott also boosted by 15 points from his kicker. So well done on your kicker drafting, Scott. That's, that's excellent. Um, yeah, I, uh, it was a good good week, good win for Ross. He started strong. It's going to be interesting. He outscored his performance, best manager. Um, no, Scott was best manager, you sorry. The Saints, you wouldn't have thought the Saints would have got that many points against the Tom Brady that offense, would you? No, you wouldn't. Um, That's a lot of points. So, yeah. Um, but, yeah, uh, after that, then we'll, we'll come back to the game of the week. Uh, you got uh, Ruben... And Jarman uh, in a very, very close matchup. Very close matchup, 123.5 to 125.5. By the way, both of the pickups that Rob, uh, Rob made from me paying super quick dividends. Yeah. So that's, uh, I'll take that. And uh, I take that as a win for me. Uh, Matt start. I don't. Matt would have won. I just should have. Oh no, he did win. But that. Oh no, he didn't. He no, won. he didn't. He would have. If he just started a player. Yeah. If yeah. he just started any of the other players, he would have won easily. Yeah. yeah. Just needed to put any of his wide receivers. Need of one. Holy moly! Other than Brandon Ayuk. Um, but yeah, uh, Jarman will obviously be pleased with the the, the trade and keeper because he, you know, Russell Wilson and Chris Carson, he got fifty odd points out of them. They did well. Sammy Watkins, eighteen points. Um, Not happening for the rest of the year. Watson on his He's bench. Um, but you know, it, it pulled pulled Rob through. But it was lucky. Matt just needed to set a lineup, and and Matt would have would have won. Lots of different things he could have done. So Matt, stupid, stupid, stupid. <laughs> Stupid, stupid, stupid. Um, Jarman, well done. And also, chapeau, my friend. If I had a hat, I would doff it. Um, your team names have been great so far. 
they've been really quite good. You're playing Steve this week and uh, you've changed your team name to Dan likes Yogi more, which I think is excellent. Um, so well done. Um, then, you know, uh, next fixture you're looking, Candy opens up his account, beat Matty, 102 to 95. Nice to see Candy get a win. You know, like he might, might like pay attention and, and uh, sort of do it. And his trade for Calvin Ridley seemed to pay off 29 points, won him the game. Yep, I'm helping everybody. Uh, that's why I'm, I'm spreading the love. But because... not yourself. <clears throat> I'm a slow burner. Give, me, give it time. Give it time and for, wait for me to cut half my roster and then we'll see. Oh, mate. Imagine if you like really struggle this year. That's going to be embarrassing. I'm okay with that. I've got a trophy already. I'm completely fine with it. I won't, I won't lose the whole thing, so I'm fine with that. But... Um... <laughs> Imagine if yeah, you did. Okay. After saying that, hey, as well. did I come? Didn't I come last year before? No, 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 no. I didn't. I just didn't make the playoffs today. No, you didn't. It happens. That's uh, it's parity. We create parity in our league. We give everybody an opportunity to be good. <laughs> okay, okay, cupcake. Uh, <laughs> so then we'll call me Roger. <laughs> so then we'll finish with the game of the week which uh, was Mr Pettiford versus Sean uh, it was the one week of the year that Steve's interested versus Sean's first week in the league um, and Mr Pettiford came away the winner 126.7 to 109 now I want to first of all commend you Mr Mullins for your um, praise of Mr Pettiford's profile picture and goading him into that bet of if you win this if you lose that um, we need to yes. see a picture of his balls and he won, and out came a picture of his balls, because um, it was, you know, if I win, I'll change my balls. Um, if I lose, I'll change to my balls. If you draw, then gooch. But it was a win in balls for Mr. Pettiford, and if you look at that thumbnail really quickly, it looks like an attractive woman's bum in the dog. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly, and if, and if you if you you will never be able to unsee that gentleman before realizing that is Mr. Pettiford's balls. Smooth as silk, by the way. <laughs> he he messaged me and he was like, "It took me a while to take a photo because uh, I didn't want to put too much wrinkle, but I also didn't want to do not enough wrinkle." So then I said yeah, to him, right I, "I said, how much is too much?" And he then sent me two more photos, one being too much and one being not enough. Uh, yeah. So there yeah. was there was Get method the to the madness. The man's got skills. He's done several ball shots before. Um, his pièce de résistance was once putting a pair of sunglasses on his balls, and his cock was a nose, and took a photo as really? if the sunglasses were on his balls. It was brilliant. Sent it to the guy whose mm, sunglasses yeah. they were. Um, just to, very good. The man's just good at it. But you know, he said they it himself. Like yeah, he said it himself as well after he won. It was like, uh, <laughs> congratulations, guys. Football is really good this year. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's it. <laughs> See him in 2021. Yeah, he's done. Um, but well done, mm. Tinks. Uh, top work. And uh, yeah, taking home the victory in the game of the week. Sean, disappointing start for you, pal. Um, you know, just, just, just poor. I can't believe I got 73 points. That was really bad. <laughs> that, that, is, that is really bad. I just don't... That the, even if I'd started my bench players, it wouldn't have made much of a difference. And I think it was just trying to compensate for 
the uh, the ridiculousness of the of Barkley, and then like, I think if you add Johnson uh, and a couple of the others up, the Buckley has got zero. I mean, how do they not stack Drew Brees? He can't move, and they had the leading sack guy from last. They make no sense. But whatever, I've made some moves, made some adjustments. It'll be fine. So we'll uh, we'll move into next week. Well, this week's fixtures, Christ. Um, and I figure we'll start first of all with uh, Scott, team I'd have beaten Jack, playing Viney, the the guy you lost to last week. Um, Viney's currently down to win eighty percent to twenty percent, so um, he is in the driving seat there. I would say. Um, Scott's got a lot of questionable receivers. They're just all injury status stuff. Um, but he's sticking with his lineup, going with it. Um, where do you see it panning out this week, Jack? And who do you vote for? Also, I've just remembered, did you write down our victory options last yes, week? Yes, I did. I'm just looking now. <laughs> you had I'm the spread. I'm getting... Yes, I was about to say I'm getting it up whilst we're talking, but I'm not. Um, hey. I'm just looking at this form. Hey, so, man, these Tulsa um, Welsh tones have that effect on people, you know? <laughs> uh, so let's, yeah, let's quickly go through this matchup and then we'll talk to it. Um, so uh, Landry is still uh, questionable mm-hmm. um, for Cleveland, but we'll see tonight what happens. But he's got in the wide receiver spot, which leaves his flex open. Crowder seems fine. Um, he didn't pick up an injury. It looks like just a vet's day off. Um, so the PPR monster could jump in there. Devontae Parker has still got a hamstring injury um, and seems to have reverted to the first half of 2019 rather than the second half of 2019, which is troubling for, uh, for Scott, I think. Um, but, and he, he's not got fantastic, he hasn't got any receiver options on the bench bar. Chase Claypool, um, who didn't have a huge snap percentage, he, he made a couple of fantastic catches, but um, didn't have a huge snap percentage. So you're going to have to look at someone you see, it's really going to have to be Boston Scott, to be honest. Um, to be honest, I don't, think it matters. I don't think it matters what he does. Vine's going to beat him. I think it's going to be tough. Yeah, I think it's going to be a tough week. Um, tough week for Scott. I don't see, I don't I, see him. I will not. Viney's such a fucktard. He could put Le'Veon Bell on IR and pick up another player, and he hasn't. He's got time. Yeah, but waivers have cleared. He missed out. Uh, but yeah, I've only, just, I've only just moved one of my guys to IR today because the, the some waivers on different days and stuff. Plus, he looks at it once a week, so we just have to we have to be patient with him. He, at least he's playing. Yeah, very true. But I've got him winning, going two and zero, and Scott starting zero and two because he sucks. <laughs> uh, okay, yeah, okay. And I'm, he's old. Scott turned old this week, so yeah, he's old as well. Turned old. That's amazing. Yeah. Um, okay, right, let's quickly go through the picks from last week and see uh, before we go through the... Well, you know, I had like up. flashbacks to last year, the amount of times we did the first pick of this coming week and then went back to... Because I had to find all that paper. Yeah, I know, but we, we, do it, we do it every show. It's almost like it's a gimmick now. I'll, I'll break the cycle <laughs> next week, I promise. Anyway, Jack, hit us with what we went with. Gimmick. Average gimmick. Uh, so, uh, Dan, Yogi, I went with Dan, Dan went with Dan, um, and yeah, we both got a point, so that's good. Mm-hmm. 
so that's one one so that's a wash uh scott versus ross i pick scott you pick ross so you're one up uh we both pick candy so that's a wash as well uh we both pick me that was silly so that's a wash uh we both picked um matty to beat robert um which didn't pan out uh no sorry we picked robert to be jarman robert i wrote robert versus matt for some reason it makes no sense for me. We both picked Matt. Um, yeah. So that is a wash as well. And then we both picked Steve. Uh, so we won one up, I think. I take a lead into week two for the first time ever. Yeah. Oh, right. So um, next fixture, I was thinking of looking at Yogi versus Candy. Um, Sleeper's got is a bit of an annihilation, which isn't surprising given Yogi's team and Candy's team. Um, do you see it going any other way? Um, it's tough because of how good Yogi's roster is um, and Candy has a couple of horrible matchups like Watson against Baltimore mm. um, so he has, some, he has some players there which can make a difference, Dallas Goddard and Calvin Ridley are, are points grabbers like they're good, Waller had a down week but the, the, the Raiders look good um, so that could be an interesting one uh, the Chiefs going against the Chargers could be, the Chiefs just lost their, their best cornerback so I think that could be an interesting matchup uh, with Tyler Taylor because Tyler Taylor, two odd, sorry, um, kept trying to bomb the ball to Mike Williams with medium success, and Mike Williams looked pretty tasty. So I think the Chiefs, it could be a bit of a shootout, um, which could be interesting. I might eat my words and they might just get absolutely dicked, but we'll see. Sterling Shepard stayed healthy, which is a massive thing because he is the best receiver on the Giants. Um, and I think he is worth a look at the start, but I just don't know where you would go with the start. He's gone with a double tight end, Candy, which is probably why the points are lower. Yeah. Um, Only you could win games with a double tight end, pal. Exactly. Um, but those two tight ends are usually higher volume mm-hmm. than anyone else. They received, I think they received between eight and ten targets each. So that's stuff on wide receiver target mm-hmm. stuff, and they're both speed guys. So... Um, that could be an interesting one. Juju showed out really well for Yogi last week. That's an important part of, of the whole thing. And obviously, if Breeze has a decent game against the Raiders, uh, then it's tough to pick against Yogi. Yeah, so Yogi's had a bit of a quandary this week because Josh Jacobs was doing really well for the Raiders and the Raiders were winning. But also, Josh Jacobs is scoring all of the points for me against Yogi. And now this week, he's got to cheer his quarterback on against the Raiders. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Conundrums. Well, Conundrums all around. I still think Yogi wins comfortably here. Yeah, I don't see... I mean, yeah, I, I don't see him not winning. Um, okay, so we've got that picked up. Let's have a look at uh, Robert versus Sean. Um, Sleeper's got a narrow win for Robert currently. It's a battle of two on one teams with questionable managers. Um, again, if Robert... <laughs> Um, oh, he has set his lineup. Actually, um, am I going hard in the paint on Sean? Mm. I, I kind of feel like I am. Oh, he's new. I mean, he's new. He deserves it. Also, his top point scorer was the guy he didn't want me to draft, Josh Allen. So, suck it, Sean. <laughs> I think if, if uh, Sean Sean would have been so happy last week if DeAndre Swift had caught that touchdown. Um, mm. He's got a decent roster. Debo should be back soon. 
Um, you are going a bit hard on the paint on Sean, but I think he can take it. He's a big boy. He is um, a big boy. And Matt has set his lineup whilst in another country, which is fantastic. Um, and Matt has got a really nice, nice set of matchups here. Um, Derek Henry against that Jags front seven is, is quite nice. Mm. Um, Kenyon Drake's really disappointing because he, uh, I, I just didn't know what he was going to be. We said that in one of our podcasts. We did, but the thing with Kenyon Drake is he was disappointing at Miami mostly. He flashed, but he didn't do anything great. And yes, he was hot at the end of last year for Arizona, but it wasn't that consistent. And nobody, I, I think he, his draft value is way past, way higher than what it should be. Um, yeah. And I, you know, I think he's going to struggle to score points this year. Yeah, and I think the other, the other thing as well, at the end of last year, DeAndre Hopkins wasn't there getting 15, 14, 15 targets a game. Mm-hmm. And I think that takes him out of the equation a little bit and it, it, it's, it's turned into a very receiver-heavy deal down in Arizona, which is exactly what Cliff Kingsbury wanted with that air raid tight offense. So yeah. That's how it rolls. Um, Slayton is, is legit. He's a, he's a good receiver. Um, and Danny Dimes look good. Um, I got a little bit annoyed and I posted an article um, that explained the, the Steelers' coverage on that deep one to um, Darius Slayton. Because there's so many people going, oh, that was the worst play of Minka Fitzpatrick's career. He looks awful. He was out of position. And I was like, well, it's called scheme. Like, it's, a, it's a play. They do things on a play. And it, he obviously wasn't like, oh, no, I went to the wrong thing. He, he's supposed to cover the under and the, the quarterback replaces him on the deep third. And Joe Hayden wasn't fast enough. Slayton beat the, Slayton beat the backside corner and... and, and Joe Hayden wasn't fast enough to cover the deep ball, and Danny Dimes threw a peach of a ball. Um, so I think there's there's potential there for that Giants offense, um, and Slayton and Shepard are at the heart of it. I think they are very, very good. Yeah, they are good. Um, so who do you see taking this one? Do you go with Sean for a bounce back, or do you think Robert's got enough minerals? Uh, Robert will be fine now. He's set all the players. Yeah. I can't look past that. Um, Sean's roster's just not quite there yet. Um, I think Robert's going to take this one as well. It's young. You what? Young, young roster. It is young. a young roster. You're, you are most correct. Um, so then we've got two games left to cover. Um, we will talk about uh, Steve versus Jarman first, which is the most evenly split matchup of the week, 49% to 51%. Um, and uh, it's a it's a tough call here. I I've got a feeling Steve's going to go two and all. See, I'm with Rob here, um, but I think two things need to happen. Uh, number one, obviously, Steve needs to not play James Connor. Yeah, um, I'm sure he'll change him out. That depends. That depends on if he listens to the podcast or not. Um, and he has a debate there, I think, between uh, who he chucks in because it's Malcolm. Uh, it's, oh, no, I thought it was Malcolm Brown. It's not. It's Marquise Brown. I don't know. That's an interesting one. Uh, I think Rob Gronkowski was a waste of a pick. Um, he would still be on waivers otherwise, I think, because yeah. he is the second, maybe third option. He's there to block and look stoned. Um, maybe that's why Steve drafted him. Rob's got a good roster now, man. Rob's got a good roster. Um, and I think the guys he's got in there, smart pickup with uh, Malcolm Brown, 
I think I don't know whether he'll get the same volume that he got last week because Cam Akers might get some more opportunity. But Cam Akers looked okay. He didn't look like he didn't look as good as James Robinson, for example. He didn't look um, as good as J.K. Dobbins either. Who took his touchdowns well. He didn't get loads of carries, yeah. but he took his touchdowns really well. Yeah, so there's that. And he looks okay, but Cam Akers. But I think Brown has probably got a stranglehold on that. Um, a tenuous stranglehold, yeah. if there is such a thing. Um, sure. on that Rams job um, so, the thing that I would 100% do if I was Rob is, is take out um, Sammy Watkins and put in Anthony Miller um, because, just because because Sammy Watkins scored three touchdowns and like went for 200 yards 198 yards in 2019 in week one he went for however many yards and caught a touchdown in this one uh, in week one and it's just very Sammy Watkins to now hibernate until the playoffs. Yeah, probably will happen too. Um, so I'm going Steve, you're going Rob. My chance to pick up some points. Cool. Um, so then we've got two more games. I miscounted last time because I realised I hadn't actually covered my game versus Matty, um, mm-hmm. which I'm down to win at the moment, but it's tight. Matty's got a decent roster. Um, again, he's got a few people questionable. Um Got a bit of a weak bench. Um, two defences, because Matty. Um, I think I'm going to win. I've got a good team. I'm backing myself. I'm not going to say anything more. Um, yeah, I think it's interesting, because I think Edelman is, is going to be questionable for 90% of the games this year, because of how old he is, and I think he's just going to have that day off. Kittle is a big one. Um, if his knee isn't right, that's, that's a tough loss. Hmm. Um, but he does have a Niners defense against what was possibly the most boring, crappy offense to watch in the entire league last week in the New York Jets. Um, oh, yeah. Uh, Jameson Crowder running for that big screen. It was atrocious. Um, when Chris Hogan is your number one receiver and he catches one for four, it's depressing. It's bad. Um, it's not a deep roster. I would, you, you've got to think about starting Peterson getting the fuck rid of Armstead, who's on his bench and he's on, he, he opted out. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, no, he didn't opt out. He's just on the he's, COVID list. He's on the COVID list, yeah. But he's not going to get that job back now. Robinson's there. Um, no. Evans is still questionable. He played but got absolutely nothing. But he gets blanked by Marshawn Lattimore all the time. Mm-hmm. So he's up against some really questionable um, defenders and a, and a banged-up Dante Jackson um, for the Carolina Panthers. And I think if you're going to roll with Tom Brady against the Panthers... Then you double up and you go with Evans as well because then if one succeeds, you either go double bang for your buck or, or nothing. I agree. Um, I agree. Um, but yeah, I, I, I think I'm going to beat him. I'm backing myself. I don't really see how you can't. Um, I am looking for reasons to believe, but there's not that many. So yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm with you. Okay, so then we go on to game of the week. Um, which is you versus Ross. So it's a comeback chance for you. You're down 35% to 65%. Ross, top scorer last week, um, had a really strong week. Can you recover and can you upset the apple cart a little bit, You know, show your pedigree in the fantasy world and uh, beat Ross this week? It, it genuinely depends on if they come back and can, can run. Because if you can't, then I'm in trouble because I think Philip Rivers has found his Austin Eckler for the for the Chargers and that's Naheem Hines. 
Yeah. Um, and I think Deontay uh, Jackson was slow to start on Monday night, but he, he got the, the team lead and targets and looked good um, eventually. AJ Brown was someone that I didn't want to draft. I don't know why I did. I wasn't high on him. I, draft, I have no other shares in him anywhere else in any of my leagues. I wasn't well, high on him. Why aren't him. you playing your favourite player in Michael, Michael Gallup then? Or Robbie Anderson? Uh, I'm just waiting on um, AJ Brown's uh, injury reservation because Corey Davis is hurt as well. Mm. So if there is going to be a receiving option in Tennessee, then it probably, it probably needs to start because Corey Davis played well for some reason was the number one receiver. Um, I am thinking about Michael Gallup. Michael Gallup would have had like a 130-yard game if it wasn't for that Jaden Ramsey dramatic pass through his call. And would have put up a decent stat line for me. Wouldn't help, but would have helped a little bit and made me feel less awful. So I'm, I am debating about um, AJ or Michael Gallup. Um, and uh, Benny Snell is an interesting one because I don't think he, I'm going to start Stefan Diggs regardless. And, and uh, the Denver front, front seven is very, very good. Mm-hmm. Um, so the Steelers might be able to run the ball a bit, but they, I, I don't know. It's going to be interesting, but I think they'll pick more on the secondary and get Ben throwing the ball. So I, I just don't want to double up having Johnson and Snell in there. Yeah. Um, I think it'll go one way or the other. So I'm hoping that Naheem Hines pays off. Um, and Stefan Diggs uh, plays well against Miami because he very quietly had like nine receptions um, and did and did very well in a pretty shitty passing attack for the Bills that needs to get better. There's no better place to get better at it than in Miami. Yeah, that's fair. So I um I'm gonna back Ross. Um, I think his roster is too strong for yours right now. Um, but this game is going to be really close until the Saints game against the Raiders. He's got Kamara in the Saints defence currently and I think it could hinge on that and they could score quite a lot of points and it could take the game away from you late. You may even be leading before going into that game but not by much. And I have Ross winning. I'll back myself although I'm not confident. <laughs> although I will be picking in my weekly pickings, which would be lovely if you all engage um, I will be picking the Raiders over the Saints. Okay. Because I think the Raiders' offensive line is is enough. Okay. So um, that's the fixtures done. We'll uh, move quickly into trade trash. No trades this week, actually. Um, however, a couple of things. Uh, I heard that um, you and Yogi were looking at trades for David Montgomery and you offered him a second-round pick for Montgomery, a guy who's on his bench and he doesn't really care about starting. And he didn't take... The second round pick, which I think is quite trashy. Yeah, I mean, he initially, I think I initially did some random bits and pieces offers, um, and then we kind of narrowed it down to a pick for Montgomery. Um, and initially, I offered a fourth, I believe, and then he wanted a first and a second, and I was like, that's ridiculous. Um, and uh, we went back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, uh, and then I said, right, I'll give you a second round pick. And he countered by saying, no, first and a third. <laughs> no, I don't know. If he wants to trade him, fine. But uh, yeah, I'm not dealing. I'm not dealing with random random valuations of, of players that he's not going to play. 
That's fair. Very tracky. Uh, my one with Matt was interesting. Um, that was uh, Kerryon Johnson, AJ Brown, and the 2021 12th round pick for Raheem Mostert. Um, and Matt politely declined that whilst on top of a mountain in Italy, which was <laughs> nice. Um, he said he was very suspicious and that he would be hanging on to Raheem Mostert. So maybe this is maybe this is my long game and I'm just trying to trick you all. So if I suck for a couple of weeks, you'll be like, he doesn't know what he's talking about. Let's trade him all of our players. And then I'll get all the players and beat you. Maybe this is the long game. I'm swerving. <laughs> maybe. Maybe it is. Um, but yeah, a couple of little quick entries on trade trash. Nothing major. Um, shoulda, woulda, coulda. It's you, pal. I know it wouldn't have made a difference, but your managing skills was bad last week. Um, yeah, I wasn't happy with it. I just, it, it, the whole team wasn't fantastic. I would have... I think if, um, looking at it now, if the lineup I have now would have won, which is great. Um, thanks, Sleeper, for rubbing that one in. Um, yeah, there's just a couple of things I could have done. I should have started Stefan Diggs, really, um, and TJ Hawkinson, Jack Doyle. Like I went back and forth on that and ended up on, on Doyle because it seemed like Rivers was going to throw the ball and check it down a little bit more to his tight ends. He, he just didn't. Um, he looked trashy like he did last year when he, he was down, when the game is down to him in the last quarter, he just fucks up, mm. just fucks up. And it's just consistent. Um, whereas Matt Stafford looked pretty good um, and very nearly brought the Lions back. That was a good game, by the way. Yeah, it was decent. Lions bears. Um, and heartbreaking for DeAndre Swift dropping that touchdown. Yeah. But, you know, it was... In his hands. It was a good game. Um, it was just interesting to see how badly the Bears started and then the comeback was a shame, really. Yeah, it was great. I mean, there's, there's gifts of Trubisky, like missing wide open Alan Robinson from 10 yards away. And then he dropped an absolute teardrop of a pass directly into Anthony Miller's hands in the very like front corner of the end zone. It was the, the Jacqueline Hyde of Trubisky is, Difficult to predict, but it's very interesting to watch from the external perspective. I wouldn't want to be a Bears fan. Yeah. Side swipe. I just really, yeah. I can't even, yeah, you just wouldn't want to be, would you? <laughs> anyway, um, we'll move now on to your bargain basement for the week as we bring the pod to a close. Um, so give us your first bargain basement of the year. Show us who the guy should pick up um, and see if there's anyone on there that could impact the lineup this week. Okay, so uh, Bargain Basement is going to start with the most popular player in the NFL at the moment, and for good reason, Gardner Minshew. Oh, yes. Um, he had a really good game. He, he was great. He was genuinely very good. He did, he, he, he did what he had to do. He didn't make mistakes, which is all the Jags need sometimes. Um, and he spread the ball around. He, he looked great. Tyler Eifert disappointed, which was a bit upsetting because I really was backing him this year. But he's, he's got a capable running game. Uh, he's got some great receivers. Interesting that D.D. Westbrook didn't play. Um, that was a coach's decision, which is a bit odd. But um, he's got decent receivers. He, he is a legitimate option to, to play, um, especially on the bench. So he's going to be my bargain basement quarterback. I'm predicting him around 16 points. A couple of touchdowns against Tennessee. Um, I think that's going to be an interesting game. Uh, my running backs, I'm looking at Peyton Barber. 
for the Washington football team playing uh, in Arizona. Goal line uh, carries. Yeah, he looks like the goal line guy. Um, Gibson got a few carries and, and looked fairly dynamic, but McKissick uh, got negative rushing yards but was better in the passing game. It just looks like Barber's going to be the same guy he was in, in uh, Tampa he's, Bay. He's going to be a little play. touchdown truffle pig. That's what he's going to be. Yeah, and I can see him getting a touchdown this week against Arizona, so I'm, I'm predicting him about 10 points. Um, and the flip side of that, Chase Edmonds, um, here for playing for Arizona, uh, looked good last week, got more snaps than we thought, um, and did, did the most with them. Uh, scored the most touchdown. I see him scoring uh, once or twice here um, through the air, not through the ground. So I'm predicting him around 12 points. Uh, Mike Williams is my first receiver. He's playing Kansas City this week. As I said, there were a lot of passes that were just on the verge um, for, for Tyrod and, and Mike Williams last week. Um, and some of the grabs he made just with one foot coming down, just slightly out of bounds. They trust the guy and he looks like a big play threat. Um, and if he can bring some of those down, he's going to rack up some yards. I'm only predicting him nine, 10 points. Um, but I think he, he could... I dropped him because I can't find a place for him on my roster yet. We'll see. Um, but I think he could he could get a solid amount of yardage. Um, Russell Gage, my second receiver. Three receivers went over 100 yards for the Falcons last week. Um, and I don't see that approach changing. Um, and he, he did really well. Um, I disappointingly traded him away in my dynasty league. Um, I, got, I got decent value, but I, I just, I do regret now not having him on the roster. Um, but I'm predicting him 16 points against Dallas. Uh, in my flex is Paris Campbell, who yeah. looked good for the first time in a long time because he's healthy. Um, and he, he led all Colts receivers with nine targets. Uh, nine targets, six receptions, 71 yards. And Philip Rivers obviously trusts him, which is, that's all you need. If you, if you can catch the ball and, and Rivers can just get it to you and anticipation throws and stuff like that, then you're the money. Um, he's, a, so. he's a bargain basement pick from last year, actually, quite early in the year too. Um, yeah, um, he's a great, he's a good player. He just needs to get healthy. He needed, he needed some consistency at quarterback. Um, and they're playing a very young, inexperienced Minnesota secondary that got toasted last week by Aaron Rodgers. Um, so I'm predicting him around 12 points. Jordan Akins is my tight end here. He's playing Baltimore, um, who have a very good defense. Um, but looking a little bit susceptible to, to some jiggery-pokery from um, Deshaun Watson. Uh, and Jordan Aikens looked very good on the limited opportunities he got last week. Obviously, Will Fuller's the guy in, in Texas at the moment. Well, not in Texas, but in Houston at the moment. Houston. Um, Houston. And um, I think Jordan Aikens is, is a good kind of run-after-catch guy. He's a little bit older. He's 28. Um, he's taken a while, but... He looks like the shiftier out of the shiftier one out of the tight ends, um, and someone that the Watson might look a little bit more to. He scored a great uh, touchdown on the post over the middle um, against the Chiefs. He could grab you ten points there if he grab, if he can if he can get a touchdown again. He, he's ten to twelve points. Um, kicker Joe Sly. You're picking a kicker early this year. That's, that's a kicker. That's all I have on that. Um, and then the Vikings defense who are going up against Indianapolis because I can guarantee you Philip Rivers will throw two, two uh, interceptions in the fourth quarter, which will bump your Vikings defense up to about 10 to 11 points. So 
Here we go. I am predicting a score of 104 for my bargain basement this week. Okay. Um, and I am going to say that it beats Sean's lineup just for shits and giggles. <laughs> That's. Yeah. I mean, yeah, he's new. He deserves it. Um, but there, mate, there are, there are some decent pickups still on the waiver wire, which we are getting quite like the, the league isn't a shallow league, it's a 12 team league, and we've got all the right positions. And there are just some players here that you could definitely pick up and will make an impact. A couple of the defenses are there that have got dodgy matchups, but then I mean, the quarterbacks that are still on the on the waiver, like Mitch Trubisky, yeah, play him at your own risk, but Gardner Minshew, Derek Carr. Um, and then hopefully someone like Tyron Taylor is going to get those rushing yards to help you out. And, and I mean, if Baker can pick it up, he's there. I wouldn't trust him. That's why I cut him. But then, I mean, at, admittedly at running back, the waiver wise thin, Cam Akers, Miles Gaskin and Peyton Barber, that's gross. Mm-hmm. Um, but wide receiver is stacked in, uh, in, in free agency at the moment with Paris Campbell, Preston Williams, how Preston Williams isn't on the roster, I don't know. I, I just don't know who I would drop to pick him up. Um, but he is becoming the number one receiver in Miami. I think he'll be the number one through weeks one to eight. And then Devante Parker will remember that he can play football. And that will swap. But there's loads of people on there that can make a difference. Um, it's just surprising how deep everyone's roster really is. Yeah. Cool. Well, good week. Um, we have covered quite a lot this week. Uh, get the episode out, but it's good to good to get chatting and do the first reviews of the week and the the first uh, fixed results. It's quite nice to take a victory both in the league and in the predictions. So that's good. Um, some interesting matchups this week. Looking forward to seeing how it all pans out. And uh, yeah, fellas, hit us up with anything you want to add in or any content you want, and let us know what the sound quality is like on the Zoom. Yeah, fingers crossed it works well. Uh, and hopefully you all have enjoyed the new theme song of Max. <laughs> yeah, indeed. Um, all right, man, take it easy. And uh, I will speak to you soon. Cool, see you later.